and welcome to episode 42 of Don't Spoil the Ending. It's been a while, hasn't it, guys? Yeah, been uh, been four and a half months. Yeah, Yeah. that's a long time. (laughs) Uh, I'm Joe. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm Nick. And hi, I'm John. Hi, all. Um, Been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Got Steve again with us today. Got Steve in. X-Wing's own Steve. Green. Well, I think if we do one more episode, I'm just a full member now, and I get the finish card done. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you the medal, the medal. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Yeah. you can take Jono's place because uh, Jono too busy to make it today. Is it the dentist? I think. God, on a a Sunday. Can we we talk about that for a second? Of course. Yeah, we uh, had that poker night about a month ago. Was it? Yeah, we did. At at Nick's brother's Luke's garage. 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 (laughs) Last night, then. Great night, great night. But the at, car hold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the poker night, uh, I think I was trying to talk John into doing something on the Sunday. Something daft, <laughs> trying to wind him up. And his excuse for why he couldn't do it was, he was at the dentist. Yep. We were like, John, do, do this tomorrow. And he was like, oh, I can't. I've, I've got to go to the, the dentist <laughs> on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, John was too busy today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sunday again, must be there again, must be. Yeah, yeah, yep. dentist appointment. Yep. Yep. Um, do you remember who won the poker night? Yeah, yeah, yep. I do, yep. Me again? Yep. yep. Another lucky win. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, there's a skill. Well, you didn't, didn't win the previous night, did you? Well, I wasn't there. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so no John O today. No, yeah. um, Sam's at the Liverpool game today, so yep. no Sam either. Um he said he'd be available from half three, but I can't imagine him just turning up halfway through. No. And just to mention, we're heading to the wrestling again. We are. Straight from here today. Mr. Katz. Yep. Yeah. Oh, just on that, I messaged uh, yep, Mr. Cat earlier, checking if he can pay on the door. Yeah. And when he replies to you, he puts a little cat emoji at the end of every message. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I feel like this podcast is almost sponsored by Mr. Cat at this point. Yeah, I think so, yeah. all of our shows coincide with when they're on. We yeah. should just tie in and like become a Mr. Cat podcast. We should. We yeah. should. Just covering exclusively his yeah. event, yeah. Forget Dave Melter and the wrestler, Wrestling Observer. Let's just do... You know the Mr. Cat Observer. Let's yeah. just talk about the talent. Yeah, talk about I, the I'm up for it. <laughs> talk about having a child, being the world heavyweight Warrington champion. Or whatever. yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's on YouTube if you want to go find that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. check that out. Yeah. Um, Rene Dupree is on there tonight. Yeah, he's fighting Joey Hayes, who we, we've seen before. Have we? He's the one who won his wife from the other guy a while oh, ago. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Talking of Rene Dupree, Steve, you've seen Rene Dupree recently in the uh, massive town of Witness. Yeah, no, in the Kingsway Sports Centre, yeah. that gigantic stadium. <laughs> uh, no, he looked really good, actually. He's uh, he's aged a bit, Yeah, obviously. Um, he's got that really, that look that wrestlers who don't wrestle at the top league for a while, they get that sort of like almost wiry look to them. <laughs> like the hungry. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he was pretty good. He brought, like, a lot of energy to the... Uh, to Too much the energy, energy, some people would I say. mean, I don't, I don't want to throw out any allegations, but I think he might have had some help on the night to uh, get into the spirit. <laughs> no, not even allegedly. <laughs> I've jumped that. Oh, no, I, I, I mean, it might have just been a good pep talk from someone who's yeah. very close to him. Yeah. So, yeah. so did I, yep. <laughs> but um, I'm looking forward to that tonight. Um, mm. that'll, be, that'll be a laugh. Yeah. It's always been a good laugh on it when we've been, so... It has, yeah. yeah. I've proper enjoyed it. If, you, if you're in the local Warrington area, then check out 
Mr. Cat's Wrestling. Definitely. Uh, the uh, Ryland's Sports and Social Club, whatever it is. I think that's right, yeah. <laughs> that is actually right. <laughs> make, make sure you bring cash because you can't pay card. So yeah. make I'm, sure I'm going to go out on a limb and say people listening to this won't be from Warrington. <laughs> like the, the majority of our listen base is from San Diego, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, shout out to the San Diego fans. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the West Coast and you're thinking of booking a holiday... Uh, don't come find, to Warrington. <laughs> find a travel lodge in Warrington and you, you'll be able to watch Mr. Cat's Wrestling. Or well, if you do, give us a shout. We'll put you up for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good rates. You know, do, you wanna, so. do you want a guest star on the show? Fucking <laughs> 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 drop us an email. I mean, I don't have a spare room. They're not doing anything with. There so. you go. There you go. Yeah. Do you want a room in witness? Uh, yeah, it is Warrington adjacent. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Good local transport and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, no, yep. great. Yep. The one tens a great, great little route. I mean, it's... <laughs> So yeah, we've we've not really done a podcast in a long time, have we? Um, so I would like to talk about Red Dead later, Red Dead Two, but um, let's let's talk about what we've been up to, or what we've been playing, what we've been watching over the last few months, because we've got how many months have we got to catch up on? Three four, months, like four and a half, yeah. four and a half months. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna throw Spider Man out there. That came out. Did I feel it? like that came and went. Um, I loved it when I was playing it, and then I put it down and was like, yeah. Kind of never going to play that ever again. Yeah, I agree with you. Came and went is definitely the right phrase for it for me. Mm. Uh, it was a great game and stuff. Just doesn't linger with you, you know. It just, no. just does what it. That that's kind of what I want from a game, though. Yeah. I, I, I want a game where I can just like pick it up, complete it, and be like, okay, I'm done, thanks. Yeah, mm. I'm fine with that myself. Like, I've never ever trade. Well, I've never like wanted to trade a game in. I I traded in Tony Hawk's Two when I was younger, and I've regretted that every day since. And. I had the I had the option of trading Spider Man in for like thirty quid, and I was so close to doing it because I'm just I can I'm never gonna play that game again. Yeah. But it's not like DLC dropping soon yeah. for it though. And I th- I think I'm actually gonna pick up the DLC myself. Uh, but I, I I think you've said before, aren't you, Joe, that you're not that interested in DLC? No, not so interested in it. But um, yeah, it was it's. I'll, I'll wait and see how it reviews because I know the Batman Dark Knight DLC didn't review that well or at least some of it didn't but with Spider-Man I don't know if it's really good I'll consider it it's um, I just can't buy season passes again after Fallout 4 which I'm just going to throw Fallout there um, like with Fallout I played the game and bought the season pass loved it and then I'd finished the game and I'd put hundreds of hours in before the DLC came out and as much as I enjoyed part of the DLC, I've never even been to that extra place that it opens up. Is it, is it like a theme park or something? Never been there. New Color World is terrific. Yeah, never been there. Real cool. And then there's just like some far out place where you've far got... Harbor. Far Harbour. Far Harbour. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, never played. I love that game so much. It's probably in my top five PlayStation 4 games. And I just can't be asked to play the DLC. I, and I've got, I own it. I just... Just can't be bothered. Nuka World's fun and all, but Far Harbor is like legit incredible. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's just like I don't want to be in the same situation with that where I pay for DLC that I never bother playing, even if I like the game. So that's mm. why I've not bothered with Spider Man. We'll come back to Fallout with um, Fallout seventy six, but with yeah, with Spider Man, it's just I don't know. I mean, I'd probably rate it highly. Yeah, I would myself. It's really polished and, and well mm. done and stuff. <clears throat> my issue with it was that everything it does, it does really well, but it doesn't like invent the wheel or anything. You know, it's just building on previous Spider-Man games, pretty much. Uh, building on the Batman games and just yeah. yeah. 
I think that's it, though. It's it's a <coughs> um, tried and tested formula, isn't it? So yeah. they knew that people were going to enjoy it, um, but they just pretty much put a, fat, a Spider-Man mask on it. And yeah. like, how, how do you guys feel about this? The There's one like uh, kind of like mode within the game where there are cars speeding through the streets and you've got to stop them by jumping on the hood of the car and stuff like that. But that that entire scene and that entire animation is lifted from The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was Activision. And this is now Insomniac. It's not even the same studio who are making it. And yet, I'm, I'm wondering if that's a nod, though, to the, that game rather than like just ripping off. Could I don't know. I, I no, think I mean, it's more like a rip-off, just purely because it wasn't even... I don't think it's one of the best bits of the game, you know. I know, but like... I think, like, I think it's more of a nod than just a, just outright ripping the animation and remaking it. I think it's almost like they've took the engine for that, even though it's not their studio, and just built upon it kind of thing, which maybe they did. I don't know. But yeah. It just felt a bit like this again, you know, like... I think my, my, my bigger problem with that was the rep, repetition for it. That's what I mean. It happens all the time, do that, doesn't you, it? You must do that 20, 30 times. Yeah, game. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a great game, but I felt... I enjoyed God of War more than Spider-Man, but I felt similar with God of War in that there was nothing in it that blew me away, whereas we'll get to Red Dead later. But the stuff in that, which, you know, I've not really seen before or done before, yeah. which I didn't feel that way in God of War or Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, makes sense. Um, yep. With Spider-Man, I'd probably, I'd probably give that. We're probably going to drop quite a few quick ratings on the show, but I'm going to drop Spider-Man as a, a four and a half stars. Out of five. Out of five. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give it that. Uh, <clears throat> See, yeah. did last way because like, I, I think I probably prefer it, like that game to you two. I know, we sounded a dead negative then, didn't we? <laughs> but, I'd yeah, like, I'd, I'd, yeah. but I wouldn't even give it that high rating. I'd, I'd, still, I'd still give it like a four out of five. Like. Yeah. But yeah, but like I I I proper love that game. Like um, really enjoyed playing, it and I'm dead excited to get the DLC. But yeah, yeah four out of yeah. five from my. From Just me. worth mentioning, it does some interesting like story stuff as well. Mm. It picks up with Spider Man when he's like being Spider Man for eight years, and there's a lot of like uh, subverts a lot of the like relationships and stuff that you, you think you know about. It's a bit different in the game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 We've like it's probably we could probably be all right to spoil it at this point, but. We're not, well, maybe not. But yeah. It's called Don't Spoil the Ending. So. <laughs> that, is, that is true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not supposed to spoil the ending. <laughs> but I, I really liked the sort of credit scene, post credits, and then the post post credits. I quite liked all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I just wanted to talk a bit about Spider Man. Um, anyone, anyone else want to jump in with anything they've done recently? Uh, just one quick game. I'll jump. I've got nothing to say about it, but I bought uh, NBA Playgrounds 2 on Friday for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, and this is a game where it's virtually the same game as the first one. It's NBA Playgrounds, just with like more uh, options to spend real money in it. <laughs> you can buy like more options to buy players. What's the what's the currency in the game? Uh, baller books. <laughs> baller books. Baller books. Yeah. You no, know, I was about to make like it was going like golden balls, something like that. No, but baller books. I mean, I, I'm Down sure back. I know how you guys are gonna feel about this, but it doesn't bother me. You can pay like 15 quid straight off and unlock every player in the game straight off. And people are fuming about it, saying like, oh, it gives people an unfair advantage, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not bothered. It's For me, the whole point of playing that game is unlocking players. So I'm never going to pay that money. But if you want to, more power to you. You know what I mean? If you want to go and pay the money for it, I'm, I'm not bothered. It's the, it's, the, um, it's the rich man shortcut in it. But yeah. I don't mind that because a lot of people don't have time to play the games these days. So yeah. it's like people will just pay the money to get... Yeah, and sure it will it. take a lot of time to unlock everything. So, yeah. Yeah. but it's like people with people with kids and like like lives um, that involve not having any free time. 
that was a poorly constructed sentence. <laughs> but with people who are like that, then it's probably easier for them to just drop a few quid and go, right, well, I just want everything now. Like yeah. when I was younger, I probably would prefer that if if like if I was out somewhere and I, I took the game out, I was wanting to play multiplayer. I'd want it all available to me. I wouldn't want to have to play for 20 hours to unlock everything to then yeah. play with other people with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it is one of them, though. I'm dead cynical about the game because it's just the same game again. Even to the point of you cannot buy the first game anymore. They've removed it from the store because they know that people will be like, it's the same game. Yeah. <laughs> You're selling the same game twice, so they've removed the first game. But even despite all that, I love it. I just can't stop playing it. Mm. played it all weekend. It's, I, I love mm. it. If you're into basketball, definitely check out. NBA Playgrounds 2. I think it's like NBA Jam, but better than that ever was kind of thing. So, How many hoops out of five? You know what? I'd, I'd probably give it a five. It's, five hoops for what it five. is, it's not you know not going to be competing with Spider-Man or anything, but yeah. for a £20 game that I'll play for hundreds of hours kind of thing, yeah, I love it. Is that your slam dunk of the week? Yeah, it probably is, yeah. Mm. I mean, it stopped me playing Red Dead, so that's that's how good it is. So. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> yeah. quite impressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yep. good. Um I've got more games, but I'll throw it over to the rest of the guys. Well, aside from Red Dead, there's only really two games that I've been playing, um, and one only slight, so I think we may as well just jump onto it, and that's Fallout 76. Let's go for it. Let's have the Fallout chat. Now, I did pre-order, and because I have an Xbox One, finally I got to do something before other people did, and we got the beta <laughs> it's, first. It's finally so, finally paid off, Steve. Finally. I, <laughs> that three-year investment. <laughs> Come on. So... It plays a lot like Fallout Four. I, I can imagine. Like, like, it, like I've, I've only ever watched like footage of it, um, but it looks very similar to Fallout Four. Now, um, now I didn't do too much camp building in it, but uh, I know guys who did, and I was talking to them about it, and it basically runs the same as how building in Fallout Four does. It's almost the same. There was a few things that I didn't like. The frame rate was utterly horrendous for me. Is that um, not just because it's like beta though? Probably. But they have now capped the frames, so that should help. The problem being, the way they were doing the network, if your frame rate's bad, you'll lose a combat. Because that's a problem. I mean, in a, if it's just a local single-player game, the frame rate affects everyone, but yeah, because <clears throat> it's online, your frame rate suffers, but the world carries on as normal. So you can get killed because the frame rate slows down, which is not terrific. Yeah, it's a bit of a problem, isn't it, for an online game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the PvP is weird. Um, so people can shoot you and they do a tiny little bit of damage. And then if you shoot them back, then that's when a fight will happen and you go, you can start doing normal damage to each other. So you can ignore someone just trying to start a fight with you. But they, they basically become like a mosquito, just circling you, shooting at you, and you just have to put up with it. Just picturing someone stood there shooting you in the back through yeah, it, just yeah. trying, to, trying to get your attention. I mean, <laughs> theoretically, it's possible that they can still kill you, but it's, it will take them a while to yeah. do it, and they might run out of ammo first. <laughs> well, it's, it just seems really weird. I saw somebody do something which was a lot of fun, though, where somebody was trying to PvP him. So he just carried on as normal. They kept shooting him, and he just built like a box around the person he's trying to do him, and then built some turrets and they just turned around and shot him and then as soon as he started the fight his turrets come online and just ripped the guy apart <laughs> yeah, there's, there's stuff like that um, so one of my biggest concerns was now the beta was like specifically timed I can't, don't know the total of hours that he had but it wasn't like a huge amount of time maybe only like a day or two worth of hours most people did hit max level during the beta really? that's a bit oh. yeah that's that's not going to take you long to just instantly get to max level oh, yeah okay so what I'd heard about the game is that 
Well, because like people in general are just irritating people, right? They're, they're like when you go into Fallout seventy six, you you what you would hope for is people like you know like acting like this is the you know the apocalypse, like we're in this nuclear wasteland, but. The way that people would react in reality compared to how people react online in a nuclear wasteland is completely different. So you're walking around and there's people just fucking jumping around like idiots. Mm-hmm. And like like apparently that affects the immersion where I can imagine just, it would just, be, yeah. yeah, like when you play like World of Warcraft or another like big MMO, it's like yeah, you're gonna get a bit of that, but then you'll get people doing the proper like RP and stuff. With Fallout apparently the beat error, like, not saying you, Steve, but the beat error apparently is just full of fucking idiots <laughs> where they're just jumping around and, like, it just, it loses all meaning to the point where it's better playing the game on your own, just completely alone in, in Fallout 76. Yeah. I mean, you just you just named it, like, World of Warcraft, saying, like, it's exa- exactly the same World of Warcraft, but the difference with World of Warcraft, it's, it's like, that's part of the game. That's part of yeah. playing World of Warcraft. You've just got idiots jumping everywhere but dance emotes yeah so i mean that's part of the game but with, with fallout you you want to feel like you're in a, a post-apocalyptic wasteland don't you yeah and people jumping around like they've just um, got out of school in the summer <laughs> yeah um isn't exactly but like the, the the vault for 76 was it's supposed to be the like the brightest and best people well it's because the game is set around what they call regular uh, oh, i can't say that word that's a one more go at it. Reclamation Day yeah, yeah. is the idea. So you're there, you're specifically there to come out after the apocalypse and rebuild society. That's the idea. I would not hand that that responsibility to the online community. <laughs> I saw a lot of naked people in party hats. <laughs> 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 Point proven. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, I'm worried about it, me. Like, Just on that, I'm not going to keep on going back to Red Dead all the time, but that is one thing that Red Dead does really well, I think. Makes you care about your character in the world environment to the point of, like, I've got a horse that I really care about. I would not risk that horse by getting involved in a pointless kind of, like, gun battle or something. Yeah. I'd avoid, you know, like, whereas it sounds like in Fallout, you know, people, a, like, yeah. jumping up and down on the back of the horse and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying in Red Dead, I'm like, oh, I can't let me horse get in any danger. Yeah. And in Fallout 76, it's like, just switch to party music, everyone's jumping around with party hats on, everyone's naked. Yeah. I mean, it sounds great, but, like, maybe not in... To the point of in, in Red Dead, I've sent to Nick before, there are parts where I've literally ignored side missions because I'm like, I don't want to take that one at the moment. This horse could get injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. that yeah. 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 I, I made the mistake on Red Dead of naming my horse after my old dog. Oh. So, so like, if that, that horse gets hurt, I, it hurts yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel, I feel all like, I, this is my second horse that I named after me dog and the first one got killed I was like oh God. <laughs> I felt like I'd actually lost a family member it was horrible <laughs> yeah well like finishing off a fallout then have you got have you any have you got how, how like would you recommend it at this point Steve playing the beta it's difficult really because it is a beta and they did that whole weird, <clears throat> weird thing where before the beta even come out they had that open letter Saying like it's beta, it's going to be rubbish. Basically, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but set expectations low. It's a Bethesda game. It's going to be a mess. Originally, it's kind of why Bethesda games are good, though. They're they're a mess, but they're a fun mess to play in. What I worry about is because there's no real NPCs. It's the quest that make Fallout games so good. 
I don't know if we're going to lose a bit of that. Yeah. Now, there's an, there is a fair bit of world building because I've done a couple of the initial quests and you find a lot of uh, tapes so you can play them on your Pip-Boy and that's providing a bit. So there is like almost an NPC there who isn't actually an NPC, but it's just basically her diary that you're listening to right. and it's not really small to say that it's the overseer of the fault that you're following out. You're basically following in her footsteps. I don't know if you ever meet her or you're just listening to her tapes. But it's stuff like that, but I don't know, it's, it's tough to say. I, I've almost not played too much of the Vita because of Red Dead, but also because I want to... I want to. I think I'm going to start afresh when the game comes out. Yeah. So I didn't want to put too much time into it, because then I'm like, oh, do I start afresh? I'll do a carry-on yeah, with what I've got. You can spoil the game for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Does it feel like you're playing an MMO, or does it feel like you're playing a single-player game with other, with other people there? Uh, towards the latter, really. There are public events that can happen. Um, so I played. I did two of them, I think, and I had other people helping on that. So that was kind of cool. Um, but for the most part, it was me doing my own thing, and then every now and again, someone screaming would run past. <laughs> <laughs> but it does that thing that online games do, where everyone's like auto got voice on. So oh you God. get so yeah. you get those children with the parents arguing in the background, and <laughs> they've got bad lives and all that. But it doesn't mean that they should shout their nonsense at you or you get the people just playing very loud latin music it's it's Can that's a pain you you totally nailed the online experience it's online definitely can you turn that off you can you there's a lot of french people when i was playing yeah. um and the only french phrase i know is she the tesla visage which just which is i i hate your face your face yeah <laughs> God. So that's the only way I could respond, unfortunately. <laughs> and then do the emote to give them a thumbs up as well. <laughs> um, it's it's hard to say. I will be playing it, and it comes out on Wednesday the 14th. Uh, I don't know when that's relative to when this episode will come out, but that's this Wednesday. <laughs> I, I, also, yeah, I've got one quick question. I've like, never played Fallout. Like the shooting mechanics and stuff, is it all the same as Fallout 4? It is, is yeah, it same, yeah. yeah. It plays almost identical to Fallout 4. I think right. they're literally just using the exact same engine. Um, obviously, they brought Zen. I think it's Zenimax who did Elder Scrolls Online. They've obviously consulted on it. It's quite interesting because they've said that all the DLC will be free and they're just running on microtransactions to keep the game going. But it looks like it's all cosmetic stuff or all emotes. So right. it's not like game-critical stuff. I imagine there'll be skins for weapons and stuff like that as well. I feel like micro microtransactions is a dirty word for myself. I know, but if if like he's saying it's just going to be like uh, skins and stuff, yeah. it's not. Yeah, well, that means yeah. yeah if it means play. that I can play, I can pay sixty quid, which is what I've spent on it, and I never have to spend any more money on that game again. Have you spent sixty quid on? I pre-ordered it on the Xbox. Oh, I yeah. suppose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, it's sixty quid on emotes. <laughs> no, I spent sixty quid. I did it on the Xbox because if you pre-order it on the digital storefront, you get automatically enrolled into the beta, which is why I did that. So a couple of beta. If you don't get it digitally, you get uh, like a basic a random chance of getting emailed um, a code to play the beta. Before I'll just, I'll just pay, I'll just pay the sixty and just, just the sixty. <laughs> Bring well, me the big books, me. <laughs> well, like being being there to beat a game that is now yet. Like, can you give it a star rating out of five? Or I feel like I because... wouldn't really want to because it is. I don't know if you can really trust the beta. I don't know how much the game's going to change by Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. They've, they've literally put it out to test um, what people are thinking about. Yeah, it, so they could yeah. change stuff before actual release, couldn't they? So... Oh, absolutely. And I think the idea of restricting when people can play is to get as many people as playing as possible during a set amount of time because they wanted to do like a stress test 
Um, they wanted to get an idea of whether their service could handle the load and so on. There was, there was a couple of really interesting Bethesda bugs. When it went when it was about to go live on the PC, if you pressed any button on the launcher, you'd have to reinstall the game. Wow. <laughs> That's a bit of a any any button. <laughs> bit, bit, bit of a problem. Yeah. That's, that's, a, a, that's a classic. That yeah, no, that's that's, a, that's what they do. That's what they do. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh good. Um we'll move on from Fallout then, Steve. Um we uh, more games. I've got a game, but I will wait if you I, I, I wanted to mention one thing um while we were talking about new and upcoming games. Um I, just the last weekend, I think it was, um, BlizzCon happened. Oh, um, yeah. Anyone heard heard of this yeah, news? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they've, they've, they've announced a brand new do, um, Diablo game. <laughs> I to um, say Doom. <laughs> no. Professor of Mars, Doom. <laughs> a brand new uh, Diablo game, which fans have been eagerly awaiting since 2011, I think. Um, Diablo 3 yeah, came out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, it went down really well, didn't it? And it went down amazingly. <laughs> Everyone was buzzing for it right up until they mentioned it was going to be a mobile game. <laughs> and the, the, the reaction from the, the crowd was absolutely amazing like people actually went up to the uh, podium to ask questions and like you just like, like is this a joke are you actually joking with me or <laughs> and like but yeah it, it was actually amazing i think yeah. like like my issue with that is like it's all well and good like booing it or like asking questions and going like what's this about but it went too far when they were literally like just harassing like staff people who'd worked on on this mobile yeah. game and like the, the thing is though like um, before the the uh, the BlizzCon happened, they were trying to like lower expectations. Literally, she said like, "We are working on like multiple Diablo um, projects, and we're not, we're not going to be announcing them all this weekend." So like, they've literally said like, "There's probably another one going to be announced at some point." Yeah. This is just well, I mean, one of the projects. We've got multiple teams. They on. literally said that Diablo Four is a thing, but we won't be mentioning it at BlizzCon. Yeah. So it's but, like this is the thing though. Like they've dropped the ball there. Like. Building up to an announcement that they know like is a mobile game that is not going to get the, the sort of reaction that they want, like announce that separately. Like, like with um, with Elder Scrolls, all they had to do was show a title screen and like a five ten second like camera yeah. view over a map, mm-hmm. and that was all they showed. And everyone was like, "This is the fucking greatest thing I've ever seen." That's all they had to do for Diablo. Like, what what they should have done is what. Uh... They did, was it Gears of War where they did the pop figure one? <laughs> uh, like, yeah. where like everyone was a bit like, what the fuck? And then yeah. afterwards, they announced uh, that's what they should have done. Like, announced the game, and everyone would be like, what, what, what the fuck's this? And it's like, yeah, but wait, we've got a fucking number four as well. That's what they should have done. <laughs> yeah. I, I get why, I get why Diablo fans are annoyed by that. I get it. Um, thing but... is, though, like, they did go overboard when, with the reactions. Mm. Like, like, they, 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 the fans should have known that like it's it's not going to be the only announcement and like i mean one one, one of the fans like biggest issues was was that like um there's a game on play store and apple i think it is and, and this new diablo immortal it looks like the exact same game just reskinned to be diablo right. um because like this game was essentially a rip-off of diablo oh it's a path to exile I'm all right, I, I think, think that might be yeah yeah, yeah. But it's the company that made that is making the that's diablo. I mean, yeah. yeah they've literally got the company that made this right. rip-off of diablo to <laughs> help make this and people are like right. you're just reskinning an old game you what the fuck um so yeah um people are getting more more pissed off about stuff like that but yeah it it yeah Someone after it went and bought the domain for Diablo 4 because 
Blizzard don't own it. <laughs> oh, right. So someone went and bought that and then had it redirected to the path of Exile website. <laughs> okay. so that's, that's some top quality trolling. I don't know why they didn't own Diablo 4 as the domain at all. It's called domain squatting, in it? Where you yeah. go like, you go sit on, you buy an address and you're like, I'm just going to sit on this. So it's yeah. like, I can go buy Spider-Man 2 now. Probably not, but I try and buy Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And then, and then you know, in a few months, Marvel yeah. might be like, can we... You buy that, that. buy that off you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a couple of billion will do fine. <laughs> but, but usually you future proof yourself. So you say, let's say you have a game. So I'm going to make a game called Stephen. As well as buying <laughs> Stephen.com, I'll, I'll buy Stephen one, two, three, four, five, and on yeah. and on.com as well at the same time, just to make sure. So just on the back of that, it was about seven or eight years ago now. Giant Bomb bought Batman, Batman, Batman.com. <laughs> or was it Giant Bomb? Or was it? Uh, I think that I, I think, think it was, it was Giant, Giant Bomb. Bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they bought Batman, Batman, Batman.com on the hope that uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers might be like, "Well, we need that for a future Batman." For <laughs> Giant Bomb bought a lot of URLs. Like, back in the day, but yeah, it's like domain squattings are quite lucrative if you get the the right one. Yeah. Like Kingdoms of Amalur got picked up recently by THQ Nordic. I might just go by. Kingdoms of Amalur 2. So yeah, yeah. See if that brings anything in. Yeah. Well, if you want this, you want this URL. <laughs> well, uh... well, make sure you do it before this goes live, though. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you not the money. <laughs> Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, Diablo then. Well, I, 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 I want to talk about that, but like, there's a big, another big announcement from the uh, BlizzCon, which I'll just touch on, because, but I'm excited for it. Um, Warcraft 3 Reforged. Don't know if anyone like cared for like the Warcraft or World of Warcraft series, but it's like a uh, strategy game, um, and they've, they've completely redone it, and that's coming out next. I've heard they've rebuilt that so that it's linked more with World War. Yeah, yeah, they have done. Yeah, but I'm I'm proper excited for that, so I'll I'll be purchasing that when it when it comes out anyway. Yeah, that's enough. Sounds that's good. enough from BlizzCon. <laughs> um, I bought Soul Calibur Six recently. Now everyone online is raving about the customer customer the character creation on it. Now it is good, but it's exactly the same as Soul Calibur Five. Like so I don't know where all these people are, like who are looking at this thinking it's really good like character creation. Yeah. But it's literally exactly the same as the last game. Like even all the assets and all the uh, costumes and stuff, it's all like the same. Yeah. So like it just annoys me when everyone's like going on about it. But I was playing this like six years ago. I know what you mean. I can't think of an example now, but there's so many times where like a game will come out and they'll be like, oh, it's so innovative. And you're like, well, that was in yeah, that was in two games ago. <laughs> this <laughs> was last, last generation. Yeah. Like they had all this in there. And like, I, I really like the game. Um, I like the character creation because it's the same as the last one. Maybe like slightly different because you can pick a race. So you can say, oh, rather than being just male or female, you can be a... Fucking skeleton or whatever you want now. Now, yeah, that's my favorite race. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be a skeleton or you can be like a fucking elf or whatever. Great, yeah, glad that's in there. But in terms of like stuff, there's only like the same that you had in the last game. Now, like, there's they've not really. It's not so much criticism, but again, this is again about the online community. A lot of people have been making, like... Because you can use items to make other items. So you'll stick something to your character, lodge it in place. Um, there's a lot of, like, lizard cocks everywhere because um, people are making massive... People like lizard cocks. Well, this is it. Like, I've I saw... don't know, mate. <laughs> like, a lot of people are just making cocks. Like, no, yeah. no, it's all well and good. Like, make what you want. 
But like you could do that in Soul Calibur Five if you really wanted a massive like yeah, it's not like a character cock generator. Eh? Like you could do that in last gen. Like, yeah, but yeah, no, we like... can see the scales is good last gen. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more detail now. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> well, I am one thing about the game. I am impressed with is the single player on it, where the single player's like got its actual own story mode and then all the characters have got their own story modes and it'll show the timeline of Soul Blade <clears throat> and stuff it almost, feel, almost feels like a reboot where got a lot of the original characters on it but they've cut back on a lot of the newer ones um, the ones I used to use they're gone they're, they're just not there but in terms of a fighting game it's always been similar to Tekken where it's it's flashier but it's it's maybe not for me not as good as Tekken but no, like, I'm I'm enjoying it. I've just it came out the week before Red Dead, so it kind of got buried. Like yeah, so you know I'm um, again as someone who's bought, <laughs> I pay fifty pound for that game. I've barely played it because Red Dead came out, so now all I'm doing is riding around in the wild west <laughs> when I could be playing that game. But from what I've played, that's that's worth that's worth a mention. Um, yeah, I've always loved Soul Calibur. Just, just somewhere along the way, I stopped playing it. Like yeah. about two or three or something. Yeah. For me, I, I left it after Soul Blade, the the original, and came back to it on Soul Calibur Five. Oh, uh, right. So I didn't play any of the the Yoda or Darth Vader characters. Yeah, missed all that. I'm sure there's a few others in there as well. Freddy Krueger was Mortal Kombat once. It. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Did Soul Calibur had? I'm sure Link was in one of them. He was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Link was and then on the latest game Geralt from The Witcher's in it but he fits quite well into the lore like mm. like he just fits in with the timeline of that game because it's a medieval sort of timeline and it's got a blade so exactly that, that he's works. got two swords so yeah. he, he fits in really well he's a sub boss on a lot of my characters sort of arcade levels but what is no. this Geralt you talk yeah from uh, The Witcher have, have you uh this is the one that um, Henry Cavill's doing, isn't it? Have you, it have you seen his? Yeah, uh, I have, yeah. Oh, the the uh, that really good wig that he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and like he's beardless, isn't he? So, like, so um, I'm pretty. He had a beard in the game, didn't he? Um, he can. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those with the real time growth. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. See, I've never played the game, but I've, I just saw a story about him having no beard. I was like, oh. I'm I sure. Think, uh, which might be a too. Henry Cavill thing, you know, with the mustache with Justice League. This, oh, yeah. this, this yeah. He's is got a fear now of growing facial hair. So. <laughs> this, this is what made me laugh. I was like, so he's, he's, he couldn't shave his mustache off for, uh, for the Justice League. But, <laughs> but when it came to, uh, to doing the Witcher. Geralt. Um, I just like the idea of him as, as Geralt with a Superman mustache, like CG'd <laughs> on. Great. Oh, that'd be amazing if they got to CG his facial hair back on. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate <Yeah>. irony. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Soul Calibur, that's good. I've enjoyed that recently. Um, I bought Game Dev Story on the Switch as well. Um, Nick, I know you've had some experience with... I, I, play, I played it on a mobile um, yeah. a few years ago. They're basically I, I, mobile I, games ported for the Switch. I, I know you don't like us talking about mobile games. Now I've got a good phone. I'm, I'm more <laughs> open to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I don't know mobile. Like, I loved it, me. Um, I think I've played it. Is that the Carosoft one? Yeah. 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 yeah I know I played it on mobile a few yeah, years ago. It, it, it's a fun little game if you just want to like build up a little games company. Um, obviously, like I think the only choice you have when it comes to making a game is actually the name, isn't it? And maybe like the genre on on the Switch version, you can pick the name, you can pick the what console it goes on, you can choose who works on it. So, do you want you the person who's good at writing stories to write the story? It's like yeah, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's a bit more to it these days, but like you can go to conventions, you win awards on the game. I really enjoy it. It's just a dead simple, non-stressful game. Like I remember, I remember a few years ago the. Uh, God, it must have been nearly ten now. I don't know. Um, but they released a game, um, Game Dev Tycoon or something. It was it. Yeah, it was. It was a different company, but it was almost the exact same premise. Yeah, it was exact yeah. like, and I love that because um, you, you put this little bug into the game where if you downloaded it illegally, like you, you, you I can't remember what it was now. It was like um, you, online pirates ruined your game sales. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You basically went out of business. It's such it's a smart classic. thing. Yeah, yeah. like they released the their own pirated version of the game. And added that into it, where all your games failed because you pirated the game originally. Like that's crazy. That's like, amazing. I, I absolutely love it. Well, I love it when developers do that, and I always love when you get to see the screenshots of people who've gone to forums and saying, "I can't yeah, yeah. figure out how to do this." I was like, "It's because yeah. you hacked yeah. the game, mate. That's what it is. Yeah. It's because yeah. you're a scumbag." That's yeah. yeah, you basically call yourself out, kind of thing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's great because people didn't realise it. Yeah, time. it's so good. But yeah, no, I've been playing that um, on my off time. Like That's a nice game between games or a game you just play on for like half yeah. an hour or whatever. Um, but yeah, really good, that. Well, so just on the back of that, do you guys remember, like, in the Amiga era of video games, you'd buy a game for the Amiga, like Zool or something, and it'd come with, like, a wheel, a cardboard wheel. Yeah. You'd have to line up the codes. Every time you played it, you had to in- input a code to play it, and you had to line up the wheel perfectly to re- read the code. Remember that at all, or...? No, that was. Oh, yeah. I remember you had code wheels, and you had um, stuff like go to page whatever in the yeah. manual, and then you'd have to that page would have a word, a little word code, and that's when you. I remember that sort of thing. I kind of missed uh, that. <laughs> old PC games used to do it as well. Like, um, yeah, really old PC games used to do it. I've got like a weird game, something to do with Mars. Yeah, but that's one. I don't have the manual for it. So, yeah, so I have the game can. legit. I just don't have the <laughs> manual, so, so I can't play that game. You had to treat the wheel with care because otherwise, if it broke or anything, you'd be like, "How could I play it now?" <laughs> I just love the fact that it was almost part of the game. You'd have like a really cool art-designed wheel for Zool, you know, with like the, the character on it and stuff. Uh, yeah, I kind of miss that. The old mm-hmm. DRM management, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the old way of doing it. The old way of doing it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've I've got two like brief games to talk about, um, and then we'll we'll move on. Are we all done with games after the, these two? Yeah. yeah. Um, played the Batman trilogy recently for the first time. So Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight. Loved all them. Like yeah. fully, like, fully recommend them. Obviously, everyone else has. Um, but no, they were really good. I don't know which is my favorite. I know there's Arkham Sounds are a lot more packed into a small area, so I like that. Yeah. Then Arkham Knight, I felt, was really good as well. And then <clears> City <throat> as well was good, so I can't really choose, but yeah, like really enjoyed that as, as a sort of catch-up on something that came out years ago. But you just mentioned as well before how influential that game is. Spider-Man is basically Batman. Uh, and the Assassin's Creed series basically took on the fighting controls from Batman. If you play a modern Assassin's Creed, it's all the same fighting controls as the first Batman. Shadows of Mordor as well. Just Shadow of Mordor, yes. Yeah, it uses the Batman fighting system. Yeah. It's like, because it's an amazing fighting system. It, it works just, really well. Yeah, yeah. they've, they've, they've just, people have built on that and made their own version. So the Spider-Man fighting system, as an example, is just the Batman fighting system. Like, it's yeah. just that, but a bit more built up upon. Like um, It's like, if you go back now and play uh, Assassin's Creed 2 on the PS3, the first version of it, Fighting control is dreadful. That's because that came out the same year as Arkham Asylum. The, the year after, they just copied the, Ar- yeah. <laughs> the Arkham Asylum controls. Like, just, if, you, if you can't beat them, 
Yeah. Join them. <laughs> yep. just, just do that. Do the what same. What I liked about the early Assassin's Creed games was because it had a very basic combat system. You had that thing where everyone would just line up in a nice line to fight you. Yeah. You just kill them <laughs> yeah. one by they one. Just wait, like, like, <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't handle the combat any other way. Yeah. It's very polite. They just wait for the next was, guy yeah. to fight. Yeah. People were just better morals back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be one-on-one. One or, you know. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. uh, as far as Batman's story goes, I really enjoyed it throughout. Like All three games, really enjoyed them. Um, I've got a few issues with the third one. There's a few weird t- turns it takes. That, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. But still good. Yep. I think the... Uh, spoiler alert for a game that came out years ago. When Robin comes into it, yeah. I was like, actually, like... This is this is I can't remember the name that was. Is it Jason Todd that version? Jason Todd yeah. version in it where it's he's the basically the Arkham Knight is Jason Todd. Yeah, I'm not sure about all that because that's the one thing I'm not too sure about though. Yeah, I liked yeah. the idea that they did something a little bit different. They were like, let's cast Jason Todd as the bad, the guy, bad guy, yeah, but then not the bad guy. Yeah, like, <clears throat> that's fine. But Jason Todd on his way to becoming like Red Hood. Was his name? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, on his way to being that, who's the good guy? He's murdered and killed like probably hundreds of people with his militia. It's like, now there's no redemption for you. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you've already fucked it. Yeah, it's like I get that you were like you know kidnapped by the Joker. He tortured you. It's like no, you've murdered loads of people. Here. Yeah, you can't get a job done without breaking a few eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, just I uh, wasn't sure. He just Batman sort of like. Forgave him almost like straight away, like, oh yeah, oh, it's my mate. Like, no, it's like you left him and he ended up like that. Like, you can't just, you can't excuse it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is what I feel like like they did. Let me off Jono. Jono's let me that. I didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. in terms of morality, it's like uh, the Uncharted series. Nathan Drake's the good guy. He's killed about two million people. (laughs) Like, he's a mass murderer. (laughs) Nathan Drake's the ultimate good guy. But the amount of people you murder is. He's gone us down in cold blood. (laughs) (laughs) But even when they're not looking at you, he's like murdering people and like shooting people in the back (laughs) of the head. It's crazy. Um, But yeah, I didn't really want to go too much into Batman, but played them recently. They were great. and final game for me, Nick, you let me Detroit become human. I did. We've not talked about that fully on the podcast. Have we not? It's been on such a long time <laughs> it's been since we did that. I've, I've, I can't keep track of what we actually spoke of. It's been a while, but for me, for a, for a short, like, 10, 11 ten, hour ten game. 10 hour game, yeah. Like, for me, loved it. Right I, the way through. I agree. Um, like, I, I think, for me, it's uh, probably the... Second best Quantum Dreams game. I would agree with that after Heavy Rain myself. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I've still I've still got it. Um, I've, I I intend on going back on it. Um, trying yeah. to get some more different different routes. I think what I liked about it was that I ended up with a final mission or a final chapter that you yourself and. Uh, Heggy or Adam H who's been on the Beyond a Pod, <laughs> yeah. pod before A Heggy A Heggy like I, I got a final chapter that neither of you two got because I'd fucked something up in the chapter before that see I got like a like a pretty like happy ending for most yeah. people I managed to keep everyone like pretty happy by the end see like I went like I got a happy ending in the end but I went through trauma doing that final chapter because, like, spoilers for Detroit, um, I ended up in what may as well have been a concentration camp for androids. 
and like like I don't Nick I don't think you see that did you didn't, no. you didn't see that like I saw that it was awful like you see loads of the, the old characters and stuff in there it's like it was rough like I, I genuinely felt for these androids that, that, that was with Thingy and the girl wasn't it yeah oh what's her name I can't remember I've got her name but, but um, yeah those two it's like a, a female character and like she's got a little girl with her um, that, that's those characters but for me like the hardest bit for the final chapter of them was like we had to try and get through like security and we had to basically choose someone who, one of our there's like five of my friends around the area and we needed to choose one of them to die right. uh, like to get to kill themselves to get help us get through kind it's of a thing. bit of a selfish choice isn't it yeah, uh, um, that, that was that was the hardest thing I had to do by the end it was just just choose one and there's one guy I was like I, I actually don't remember you so you can do it <laughs> <laughs> see I had, I had a scene where you're going into the concentration camp and they're telling you to remove all your clothes so you do all that and you're obviously there at that point and they feel almost human at that point and yeah. I know they're androids but they take all the clothes off and then they're like you've got to take your skin off as well so you're there as the woman and the child and you're like this is a child android like yeah, it's a robot, but, but yeah. you're feeling for it. That's it. You, it, it. I think it does a really good job of making you feel like, of like humanising the, yeah, uh, the android. It makes you feel sorry for them like a lot. Yeah, it's like I proper, like that bit proper, like was starting to rip at me because I was like, this is awful. Like I'm literally going into this concentration camp now. And like, I know that any choice here probably is going to just, I knew it was the final chapter. So I was like, this is just going to end the story. Like I could do something wrong here and that's the end. Yeah. Because when you play these games that are Quantic Dream, you know that on the first half of the game, you can probably do anything and you'll just come out of it because they need to carry the story on. Yeah. But like, you can't have a game where every single di- every single time all your characters die in like, chapter four. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. When you're in the final chapter, you know that the stakes are higher. Yeah. So yeah, it was rough me, that last chapter. But properly enjoyed it. Definitely... I played Beyond Two Souls again recently as well, and th- Detroit's the second best. De- Definitely, like, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed uh, Beyond Two. Souls. I think the I think the uh, controls on Beyond Two Souls it's like it's a bit lackluster. It, it weren't very good. Like yeah, um, but um, I, I really enjoyed. It. I love Willem Dafoe and um, what's her face is in it as well. Oh Page. god, Ellen Page. Page yeah. yeah, like it's got like a good cast in, in that, and I really enjoyed the game. But uh, yeah, I think like. Out of the, those three games, um, I think it's Heavy Rain, um, Detroit, and then Beyond Two Souls. And I've still not played Fahrenheit. I've, I've got um, it for the PS2. I've just not been fr- played through it yet. Far- Fahrenheit's my number three. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I, lo- I love Beyond Two Souls in the end, but Fahrenheit probably be number three in the, that list of Quantic Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's all the games I had. Um so, shall we talk about TV then? Has anyone watched anything on television recently? I've got not technically television. Um, it's it's on the online streaming service Netflix, but um, and they, they recently released a, a season of um, a show called. Wait, let me try and get this. Everyone gets this wrong. The House on Haunted Hill. That that's it, isn't it? Yep. The House on. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, right? <laughs> the house on Haunted Hill, like it, I've, I've, you've seen it, haven't you, John? Have you, I've seen it. Have you two? I've not. It? I do mean to watch it, and I've been told several times to watch it. it it's amazing. Like um, I, 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 do, I know Joe's not that into his horror stuff. I'm not, but I watched episode one, um, and I 
sort of enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's amazing to be honest. Like, I've like the story is really good. Um, I, 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 I never found any like really cheap jump scares which bug me. Um, there is an episode one, I, I, I don't think it was cheap. Yeah, I would, I would say it was a cheap one. Well, I, I would for me, like a cheap jump scare is one like. A guy will creep into a kitchen and open a cupboard and a cat will jump out at him. Yeah. Stuff like. That is a classic. You, yeah, you know, yeah. when it doesn't have any relation to the story. Oh, like classic cat out of a or, cupboard. Yeah. Or, or, like, or like someone's like walking through a dark room, they go to a window and then the mate like puts the hand on the window and go, oh, I got yeah. you. Oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's a cheap jump scare. Like the ones in this, I think like like the good. Like, they do they do tie into the story yeah, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think the storyline's really good. Uh, obviously, you've not seen it, so I won't do any spoilers but I mean uh, it's, yeah. it, have you both watched all of it yeah, yeah. Steve are you interested in watching it I will at some point okay. yes maybe yeah sure I was going to say talk as, as you like we'll just put a spoiler warning on it it's one of the things we won't spoil it because like part like the big part of the appeal is to the, the story you know just, yeah. just find out what happens next kind of thing Fair, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was a. I, I, I thought it was like a class. I've, I've I've not been watching too much in the way of television lately, but um, that like really piqued my interest. Yeah, it's interesting because the it's a book from like the fifties by Shirley Jackson. Then they did a film of it in the fifties called The Haunting. I think it was. It might have been The Haunting of Hill House actually. Then they remade it with Liam Neeson in nineteen ninety nine called The Haunting, which was garbage. But the actual story of the book is a team of investigators going into the house to do a paranormal investigation. That's right. (laughs) And the show throws all that out. And instead, it's about a family who used to live at the house dealing with their issues in the future of how the house messed them up, that kind of thing. So it's it's totally different than the actual actual source material, but they've done a really good job with it. Very Stephen King-ish, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. No, yeah. no, I, I, I proper enjoyed it. Like, did, I've, like there was, there wasn't even like a single episode where I was like, didn't want to carry on watching. Like at, at the end of every episode, I'm like, I, I want to know what happens next. Now I really want. Yeah. And, like I think about halfway through the season, like you start finding out a lot of stuff. You're like, wow, bloody hell! And then, yeah, it's just, just a race to get to the end of that point. You just need to finish it. Yeah, not a spoiler, but I think everyone agrees that episode five is the best episode. So yeah, yeah. About midway through the, you, you find out like major points, and you're like, okay, yeah, this, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, definitely a recommend for me. Yeah, same. same. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, I'll, 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 while we're on Netflix shows, I've, I've not watched like a massive amount of it, but I watched the first episode of. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, well, I watched the first. I watched the first two. Uh, <laughs> I was I was watching it and like compared to the old show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, it's it's very different. Yeah, it's it's certainly very different. Yeah. <laughs> so like obviously that's that was like aimed at children, wasn't it? I think or teenagers probably something. Yeah, teens in it. Yeah. Um and and there weren't like any gore in it or anything. It was just it was just like a teen teen like chick flicky type deal. Yeah. This one it's 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 actually quite creepy and some of the things. That there's I a I don't really want to spoil too too much stuff, but there's a really creepy moment I think where Salem. Everyone knows that she's got a cat called Salem. Yeah, yeah. When he first comes into it yeah. and he first shows up, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so that that was interesting. Yeah. 
Did they, did they mention in the old show what, what Salem was? Like, so, in the old... We were, I was actually talking about this, because I remember, considering the first show was really light-hearted, Salem was an actual warlock who gets turned into a cat as a punishment. He's a war criminal. I think people forget that. <laughs> <laughs> in the original show, that's what his crime was. He yeah. was a war criminal. And she's advi- uh, he's advising Sabrina, Sabrina yeah. throughout the whole TV well, show. Well, I feel like um, Ambrose, who's in this, I feel like he is spiritually Salem yeah. in this, but then Salem is also in it as, as, his, yeah. uh, as Sabrina's familiar. I was wondering, like, they do mention that he's kind of like... He's, uh, under like House of Rest almost. Yeah, yeah, and he said like something crazy, like a hundred years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've got to admit, I'm not totally into it yet. It feels I mean, a, a, very, a lot more young aimed than I was expecting. Yeah, something. from the way it looks and the moments that happen, I feel like it might progressively get darker and darker and darker as it sort of carries on. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you've not saw the second episode. No. The ending of the second episode is terrific. Um, ah, it really? ends really well. Um, so I would definitely at least watch one more. Just that the very end of it is really, really good. Right. Just one tiny little point with it. They start the series by showing a bunch of like 15-year-old kids or whatever, however old they are, watching Night of the Living Dead at the cinema and loving it. Yeah. Those kids are not liking Night of the Living <laughs> Dead. There's no way. I'm not having that. <laughs> They're not watching a black and white film and being like, yes, I, loving that. It, 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 I mean, I did. When, when, so, reckon. when was it? It was isn't it based in like the eighties or something? No, not the Living Dead's like nineteen sixty three or something. No, I mean this film. Though. Oh, I don't know. Though? No, I think it is modern day. But oh, is it? There's really weird like artistic yeah. choices with it. Well, alternative reality of Sabrina. Maybe. Uh, well, it's because it's based on the comic version of Sabrina, which is sort of a tie-in with the Archie comic, isn't it? Yeah, the Riverdale so, stuff. So the yeah. Riverdale stuff. So I feel like it's the same universe as the Riverdale show, which yeah. is modern day but also fifties. If that makes sense, yeah. It's like oh, they just right. set it in the modern day, but it's a very sort of fifties esque. They've all got like black day. and white TVs at points and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. There was one bit where the head teacher gets attacked by spiders, and he had like a black and white telly in the background. Yeah. I was thinking, when is this set? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd want um, rather than Sabrina. I didn't watch Sabrina when I was younger. I I probably prefer, prefer like an origin story of Keenan and Kel. Um, I'd be down for that. Origin story. Yeah. You yeah. wanna know where Keenan and Kel came from? <laughs> I wanna know I wanna know where the uh, orange soda I was just about to say I, I, I thought that's where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, orange... There was a pun somewhere of origin story yeah. in orange, 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 orange soda in story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was getting to, but <laughs> yeah. you all yeah. Who loves orange soda? <laughs> yeah. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> Yeah. It's very much like a Bill Cosby, that one. Yeah, that was a bit Bill Cosby, yeah. actually. <laughs> um, Sabrina, then. Are we done? Are we done with that? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, what else have we watched? So it, I've been doing like uh, ongoing TV watching since I've been born. This kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know where it's going with that trend. <laughs> since I've been ongoing watching television... <laughs> Since the uh, since the last episode we did, uh, one of my actual personal heroes did pass away, um, and that is Anthony Bourdain. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Anthony Bourdain. I've heard the name, but is he the chef? He is the chef. Um, he sadly killed himself towards the start of the year, um, and honestly, one of the only times that a celebrity killed themselves has actually affected me. Um, it's fair to say of Anthony Bourdain has been essentially the Hunter S. Thompson of the food world. Um, he made his name from doing uh, very travel esque shows and no reservations being the very famous one so i've been basically just binge watching absolutely everything i can watch to do with him um, and he's properly utterly terrific he's nobody can come anywhere close to his sort of travel writing 
especially with no reservations, he'll do an episode and he'll do like a themed episode. So at some point during the show, he's going to meet up with someone famous from there. So he'll do like a take on that, like he does, like a lot of shows do. He did a Las Vegas episode where he obviously did a Fear and Love in Las Vegas. Um, there's a graphic novel by a guy called Harvey Pekar called American Splendor. Um, oh, I've heard of that, yeah. So he did a Cleveland episode with Harvey Pekar, isn't it? And he basically did it like an, an issue of his uh, of American Splendor. Ah, right. um, <clears throat> slight tangent, American Splendor has a film. I, I, I thought I'd heard of the film version, yeah. The film version is really cool because you've got a guy playing Harvey Pekar who goes to watch another guy play Harvey Pekar in a play about a guy <laughs> playing Harvey Pekar. It's a, it's a very <laughs> interesting, weird moment. But, but no, I've been watching a lot of these stuff, and then that's tied into a lot of the... Uh, the spiritual successes to his work so particularly on the Vice network at the minute which is possibly my favourite actual TV uh, creator at the minute it's very good the, the Vice network is terrific they've gone really heavily into cooking shows so you've got stuff like uh, Wang's World with Eddie Wang uh, he's very funny uh, you have Matty Matheson who is a Canadian chef who can only communicate via shouting and it is the <laughs> wonderful most honest and magical and innocent thing you'll ever see in your life and then of course they have Action Bronson with Fuck That's Delicious so I've been binge watching a lot of them <laughs> and the name of the show that's, yeah, that's what it's called. Fuck, that's delicious. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's 100% what the show is called. Great. Love it. Yeah. Well, I've been, so I've been watching a lot of them, and um, they are terrific. Um, Ashton Bronson's really interesting, because he, he, although he was a chef, um, he's obviously more famous for being a rapper. A lot more famous for being a rapper. <laughs> uh, so is he really interesting? But he doesn't go into it in depth of food. He just eats something and goes, yeah, fuck, that's really good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he's perpetually high. It's just, it's just honestly terrific. Has a beard, like he's quite large. He has a beard. Yep, that's the fella. I, I remember watching him. He is the most athletic, larger man I've ever saw as well. <laughs> Are you watching play some sport? And he's amazing. <laughs> I remember watching him a few years ago, and like um, he got high, um, and he was like, I think he was having a rare, a rare <clears throat> milkshake, and he was just like, oh god, this is amazing. <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's properly wonderful to watch. Uh, Matthew Masson is probably the standout one though because he is just so pure and honest. But he literally, all he can do is shout. I actually follow him on Instagram and all his Instagram posts, he does it all in caps. So he can keep the shouting going. <laughs> That's his whole persona now. Just, yeah. just, just, just shout, stuff like that. But if you're into like cooking shows, to, to be honest, like uh, especially Anthony Bourdain and then this new uh, sort of iteration, which were in a large part, especially Eddie Huang with Huang's World, he was mentored by Bourdain, and like Bourdain like gave his blessing to all the Vice stuff and said, "This is what food shows should be. This is how it should be done." Yeah. Um, just it's it's more than a cooking show. It's it's more of a travelogue in some ways, but it's you get such a nice taste for the world. And it's bugging me now because off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of the series of Bourdain shows that's on Netflix, but there is about 40 episodes, I think, um, and they're absolutely well worth a watch. Um, he does a lot of interesting moments. There is a one in Vietnam, and while he's over there, President, well, then President Obama is over there, uh-huh. and he, they do meet up and have a meal and stuff like that. Um, right. He does make a point of getting with really influential people to get a proper proper taste of the circumstances in. How old was he when he died? Uh, he was in his 50s, I think. Right. Um, well, what's interesting, actually, is he killed himself halfway through the latest series of his show, um, and the, he, he gave blessing for that series to be shown. So it has actually been heard now. So just right. carried on up to where he left it. So wait, did, did, what, did he like leave a suicide note? Well, I, 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 sorry, I think, I think maybe his family gave permission. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, 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 rather than expressively himself. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I think he was literally in Paris and just uh, whilst doing an episode on Paris. Um, but I know he had a lot of trouble with substance addiction and stuff in his oh, lifetime. Right, okay. And mm. I think he wasn't... He, a lot of chefs end up being uh, substance abusers because it's that sort of lifestyle, really, as a chef. Yeah. Because it's all those late nights and you have a late night and then you just go out afterwards drinking. Yeah. Mm. I'm def- definitely interested in checking that out. The, this it was on Netflix. The, it's uh, on Netflix, yeah. So I, it's um, it's not No Reservations. It's his other one. Uh, it's bugging me now. I can't actually remember the name of the series. But if you just sort of, uh, search for Anthony Bourdain, it's on there. Come up, There's yeah. some really interesting episodes. Uh, there's a very nice one where he does a, uh, a London episode um, and it's not long after Brexit. So it's right, interesting right. him speaking to everyone and he's like, well, what is your hope for the future of the country? Uh, and so on and so on. That was really interesting. <clears throat> and then there's a very interesting one that he does for Copenhagen and it's uh, the Noma, the restaurant Noma. Um, and then some of the stuff that they do for food is utterly insane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Yep. Yep. TV done then, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Films. Yeah. What have we watched recently? I've only got a couple of quick ones. You uh, fell asleep in the cinema the other day, didn't you, John? I did yesterday. Went to watch Overlord. Have you guys heard of that? You... I saw a trailer. Yeah. Um, probably leave it there. There's been a lot of uh, been a lot of build up for it. People saying it looks great and stuff. I never really. I watched the trailers thinking, am I watching the same thing? It just looks like a generic zombie. Basically, it's a, a Nazi zombie World War Two action film. Which, I mean, my first thought is just they've played Call of Duty and thought, let's make a film of that, you know, Nazi zombies kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I did fall asleep for the first half an hour of the film, so that probably didn't help. <laughs> the first uh, half an hour? Yeah, I saw about the first 10 minutes and fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up and there was a Nazi trying to rape a woman. And I was like, oh, good, good time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, was, it was fine, you know, just very much... A, Straight down the middle. People loving it though. Reviews are saying, "Oh, it's a fun, funny." That first half an hour. That's where. It, that's where. Maybe. It, yeah. That's the best bit. But it's one of them films. I just feel like it takes a long time to get to where you know it's already going. You know there's going to be Nazi zombies. The trailer show you, and it just takes forever to get to that point. You're just thinking, just bring on the zombies. We know that. You know that. We all know they're coming, kind of thing. It, it was perfectly fine. Nothing. Uh, not too terrible. Not too great. Say like two point five out of five. Produced by J.J. Abrams. Uh, which was to do with a lot of the speculation about it. People thought it was a Cloverfield film, which I can confirm it's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Cloverfield. So, uh, But the other film I want to mention, I'll talk, talk to you about this, Nick. I watched uh, Mandy on Friday. Oh, th- you've, Thursday, you've watched sorry. it now? Watched Mandy. What did you think? I absolutely loved it. It, 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 it blew it, me away. No, to be fair, like, I, I wouldn't say it blew me away, but I, I really did enjoy the film. I mean... It's, it's a bit early to say this, but it's probably my film of the year so far. Oh, really? Oh, it, it's yeah. Very, it's very arty, isn't it? Like It's got a very arty feel. I don't know if it's arty. It just take, it takes a long... mentioned there about Overlord taking a long time to, to get where it's going. This is more about setting the tone of the film. It takes an hour to really get going, but it's setting the tone of the relationship between Nicolas Cage and Mandy. What one, what meant by arty was the the kind of uh, effects they're using on it because it's, it's got this like very like purple hue over the entire film. Well, I think it's just more an eighties. It's going for like an eighties vibe to oh, it. Right. Uh, they filmed it with like anamorphic cameras from the era. I don't know what, exactly what cameras they used, but it looks like an eighties film. It's very yeah. grainy, uh, all very wide angle kind of thing. Uh, so it, it doesn't look amazing, but it's intentionally meant to look a bit like a grand, a grand yeah, house kind of eighties mm-hmm. throwback film. Yeah. But Nicolas Cage in that film is just incredible. Like, I, I really enjoyed um, Nicolas Cage. In it. I'm like, I've, yeah. I've, I've never been like the biggest fan of his work. Like, See, I think I have been a 
Nicholas Cage defender over the years. Like I've loved him from the nineties. Kind it's, of thing. He doesn't help himself. That's the problem. He's yeah. put some terrific performances in. Um, leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, won, won the Oscar. Absolutely incredible in that. Yeah, and then he'll go and do something like Ghost Rider. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I think Ghost Rider is the worst offender. <laughs> I, I think like it's his overacting, though, isn't it? He overacts a bit in this film. I think. But like I, I, I liked it the way it kind of slotted into the film. Like um, you might know the bit I'm on about where uh, he's on the toilet in his pants drinking vodka. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's it's just after he's kind of got back home after. Yeah. Is that the bit? Yeah. He's on, in the bathroom on the toilet, and he just starts in his underpants <laughs> drinking vodka, and he just starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. that bit. Like and <laughs> like I saw it. I was like, well, that he's doing any kind of shit film nowadays just to pay the, the rent. Basically, he owes so much money to ex-wives and stuff like that. It's all uh, those castles that he bought, though. Exactly. Yeah, he yeah. bought castles. He bought dinosaurs, yeah. <laughs> like, dinosaur skeletons, and all that kind of thing. So he's just earning money now. So he'll, he'll do a lot of shit, but he'll overact in them. But then he'll, then he'll work with a talented director. I think it's Panos Cosmopolos. I think he's called uh, Cosmatos or something from the a son of an eighties director. And he'll work with a talented director who can get who can make it work and get the best out of him. And he's incredible in this film. Like the bit where he has a jewel with chainsaws in it, I thought was that. Oh, that, I love that bit. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a, a two-hour-long kind of like I lo- I lo- psychotic like revenge movie. But yeah. bit like this one bit at the end is about to fight one of these cult members. I'm not even told you the plot of the film. Like it's about. about yeah, I'm so yeah. interested. <laughs> in this film. I have literally no idea. It's uh, Nicholas Cage and his his girlfriend Mandy live in the woods, having like a perfectly. All right, so we have a technical issue this week. We lost a couple of minutes of audio. So we got John to just tell us the quick rundown of the plot for uh, Mandy in the pub after the, re- the recording. Um, yeah, so here's that now, and then that'll be followed by me again, and then we'll get on with the show. We've had a technical fault with the podcast. Um, we'll re- return you now to John talking about Mandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I talk now? Will that, will that hear me? Yeah. Uh, Mandy is a film about uh, Nicolas Cage and his girlfriend, Mandy. They have a really tender relationship. The first hour of the film is just, just, just getting you into that relationship about how you know they're perfect for each other. They're both quite damaged. Uh, they get attacked by a cult who are moving through the area. I should mention, it's set in 1983. Uh, they get attacked by a cult. And the next hour of the film, the finale, is just Nicolas Cage getting revenge, going mental on this cult. There's also a biker gang involved who take psychotic LSD. Uh, but yeah, that, that should cover it. Oh, there's a chainsaw duel in there, which is, which is, re- which is really good. Uh, yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> uh, cheers, John. All right, me again. Um, yeah, we lost the start of the Red Dead discussion as well. Not much, just discussing what chapter we're up to. Um, that's that's all, really, to be honest. So we'll dive right in. Uh, this is the discussion about Red Dead 2. Chapter 3, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so three of us are on there. Um, yeah, like, is this game of the year? I feel like I feel like it is. I think it might be. It'd be hard not to be. Not, yeah. It'd be hard to choose something. Although I've got something in the back burner. I'm not going to mention it yet, but... It's definitely up there for me. Mm. Yeah, the... For me, I mean, I mean, it's 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 probably yeah. game of the year. Just say, is your, is your thing on the back burner tabletop racing? Because it is. No, <laughs> no, no, that, that was last year. That <laughs> I was there, John's twenty seventeen game. Of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I think this has to be like well, we're gonna have a podcast towards the end of the year on like reflecting on the year, but 
this has to be game of the year. Like it's just it does so many things that I I, I don't think anyone in the right mind can deny that this game is amazing. Like it yeah. it, it it's got like 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 you said earlier, like it's it it does blow your socks off a lot. It like there's a lot of like groundbreaking things, like namely the graphics. Like the graphics are unbelievable. Like well, the graphics are like where like I'm playing on PS4. Nick, John, you're on PS4 as well. Yeah. Steve, what you're on Xbox? I'm on Xbox, but I'm on uh, original Xbox. So, so not even the X. Not or even the, the 360, one. the original Xbox. <laughs> the original Xbox. Oh my sure. God. I was properly shocked it ran on it. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, holding that Duke controller, it's like coming home. <laughs> Apparently, the Xbox One X version is like the best version. I've of heard the game. that it's the primo version. Yeah. yeah, like like you can even tell like if you put the PS4 Pro version against it, you can tell the Xbox version is like worlds apart like yeah. so much better which is crazy because it, it's good for people who've got an xbox because it's probably about time they had something that was worth the extra money over we have plenty thank you sea of thieves sea of thieves is great for literally one or two hours yes <laughs> but like it, it's good that they finally got a game that is so much more superior on the xbox and saying that is mad because it's already what like one of the best games ever on PS4? Yeah, for it to be graphically superior on the Xbox is, is something. I mean, the Xbox One X is the most powerful console, though, so it does have <coughs> that extra oomph. Yeah, exactly. Extra. But it it took a while on it for a game to come out where it's been more obvious that yeah, where well, there's paying. been a big kind of like market yeah. put down like this is worth buying the console for. Like yeah, it's it's worth like if you look at PS4 Pro against the <laughs> Xbox One X, it's like the difference is obvious. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying the game. I'll um, I'm I'm I don't want to go too much into the overall aspect of it, like because every other podcast in the world has reviewed this game recently. So we're like, let's let's talk about our own experience with with it. I think if we start off with problems, and then we'll go into more positives. I think my main problem with the game is the controls. So yep, I agree. I, I I think. As with most Rockstar games, it's got very clunky controls. And- yeah. This is exactly what you said, Nick. It's like I've I, I came in knowing that the controls are going to be the clunky Rockstar controls, but yeah, it's like I think even GTA Five felt better than this. Sometimes. What do you think? So, yeah, can I go into that? Like my issue with the controls are. Well, the best thing about the game is the scope for me. It's just like the scope of the game is ridiculous, how how wide and far-reaching it is. And the game is built to be played like that, where you're galloping along like a, a hillside. You're thinking, wow, this is incredible. The issue is when everything gets really small and you're in a train cart and you're trying to turn around and pick up something off a, off a shelf. Yeah. And it's like, why is it not giving me the option to pick that up? It, it's in those context controls, that's the problem. I, I had a present left at my camp for me off uh, one of the people um, and it was in between my bed and the picture frame and it took me 20 minutes yeah. to pick up the yeah. present because I just perfectly. couldn't get it they just See, yeah. I, I had the gift left for me and like I, I couldn't find it for ages because like like this little dot on the map I'm like what the fuck is that <laughs> and, but, but there's this like little tiny thing I think it was like in the weirdest of places and I couldn't I couldn't get my uh, thing to make it show up on my uh, you know to press triangle to pick it up or something and, and I was like how, how am I getting there? But. It's it's like what John was saying. It's like it's the context in it of being in the big open area where it the controls were great. Yeah, were perfectly. Yeah. When you're in a small place where it's either you're indoors or you're just riding your horse through a town, it's it's a nightmare. Like it's hard work. Where yeah. 
I've done it a couple of times now where I've accidentally ran a policeman over me. Yeah. <laughs> and then like that's it, I'm fucked. I've got to leave town. Like yeah. it's 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 like at least five different occasions where like I've just been like riding through town and I've killed someone. I'm like Yeah. For me it's more like where you'll go into a town and you try and hitch the horse to a post and you are circling the post to try and get the hitch horse thing to pop up. <laughs> then you just hit someone and they're like witness to an attack yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh my god that's, that's, that's the thing I, I keep forgetting to slow down so like I'll be like oh go and hitch it there and then I'll just run something over and I'm like oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake <laughs> like, that, like yeah getting the negative for the controls right on I mean and that is a really minor point for me just it's to put minor, that out there like, like, but it, 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 that's the only issue I can think of yeah for me it's the same here like the slow pace I can see why people wouldn't like that like but personally like I love the slow pace mm. like like we've we've sort of set the scene as we started where Nick you're Chapter four or five? Chapter five. Chapter five. Like, me and John are all on chapter three, and we've played a solid few hours on that game. Yeah. Because we're all just doing side stuff. We're all I'll, just taking our time with it. To be fair, like, I, I have, I've done every side mission. Like, I, I, I won't do the main mission until every side thing yeah. on the map has gone. Yeah. And, like, if I come across something on the way to the side, uh, main mission, I'll do that before I do the, the, the main mission. Yeah. Um, what I will say is though, like when you get to about um, when you get to the fifth chapter, like I think you were talking the other day that like you feel like some people have said that like you've you've got like an urgency to complete it. it starts ramping up a bit. Apart like when I got to chapter five, I felt that urgency. I'm like, okay, now now I now I want to know how this resolves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, whereas that urgency isn't like the for the, the earlier yeah, chapters I, I, like I, th yeah. I think when you get to like the fifth chapter you will find yourself like wanting to know what happens next and and wanting to do the main missions a lot more that's it like even in chapter three i'm fully engaged with the story like oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely oh no no definitely yeah. i'm quite happy just to, like fucking but like, finding some circus guy who's like crashed his cart and i'm fine yeah i did that, well, I did that stuff, yeah. but like like when i was in <clears> chapter three i i i didn't want to do the main mission because I just wanted to take it slow. So much. So I just thought I was going to go off and do like big game hunting kind of thing, just just to do something different. You know what I mean? And now I'm in chapter five. Like I, I'm going to do the the side missions first, but the main missions still like the, the, well, no, sorry, not still. So the main missions have taken a bit more of like a like an urgency for mm. me. I need to kind of get yeah, through them a yeah. bit more. Just on the back of that, like the lack of urgency kind of thing. The other night I started playing it, I think Wednesday night or something, thinking, right, I've got three hours here. I'm going to get 10% of this game completed tonight. And I spent three hours collecting gun oil and cleaning my guns. <laughs> <laughs> so. that's, exa that's exactly it, where I've yeah. gone, right, I've got tonight, I've got three hours here. I'm going to just smash story missions the whole way through. Well, they ended up doing like one story mission and then I'm out fishing. Yeah, yeah. Right, and that's it. Like, I've mean, I fished <laughs> yeah. for the entire time. And I like... spent a lot of time trying to get a three star rabbit skin. <laughs> like, this is what, like, this is it. It's like it's really hard. <laughs> it's, it, it's not as hard as you'd think. I actually got a three star thing. You just need to use your bow. So oh no, the varmint rifle for the rabbits. So what? The varmint rifle for oh, the is rabbits. Oh, it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, once I figured out though, I just because uh, I was spending ages trying to do it because they're solid to track. So just that's just shit pot shot in from horseback, and <laughs> after murdering hundreds of rabbits, I got the three that you need to uh, rank up on your, on your hunting skill. So that was okay. I got there in the end. I think, just, I think just a rabbit genocide. I think, just like, my rabbits. <laughs> I think what this game has going for it, like more than any other game currently, is that it's just dripping in atmosphere. So yeah, the, the whole like immersion is really easy <clears> because you just go into it. 
and you're at your camp or you're, you're you know, in like San Denis or whatever, like the whole thing is so well built where it just everything makes sense in the in the time. So yeah. like you can go to any town and you feel like you're there. Like, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's it. Like we were talking before about like the horse, how like I, I genuinely would be gutted if my horse dies. And like no game's ever made me feel like 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 that horse, if that dies, that's gonna that's it's just yeah. it's the way that Arthur talks to your horse all the time. Yeah. yeah. I love the fact that it can get spooked because my horse oh I had a weird bug that I had with my horse. So I had my I had the free horse you get for pre ordering, the the white one. Uh, the war yeah, horse. The war horse. Um, Albert, he's a good lad. I liked him a lot. The power went out in my house, I turned back on, logged back into the game, Albert had changed. Oh, oh still no. called Albert. But he's a different horse. Yeah. So I couldn't have that, so I sold him. <laughs> <laughs> but I had kept the Shire horse from the early game, so I've gone into just using him. So he's, he's Duke now, um, and <laughs> he is just a force of nature. He's yeah. basically unstoppable because I've got max affection now. But he is an absolute coward. So if you try and shoot <laughs> from horseback, he's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that you can click in that left stick and you just tap yeah, it on. I love that hog. You're a good... Good girl. Oh, boy, like, There's you'll, a good girl. <laughs> you'll have like an encounter, and as you're riding away, you won't even click your stick or anything like that, and he'll just go, "Who's my good boy? You're my good boy." <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, it's so nice. It's so, one of my favorite aspects of the game is that your horse can just die. So me and Dave have been together since the start of the game, and like Dave's still going strong, like in chapter three. But I had a like I had a point where I almost lost Dave, and like. I wasn't worried about me dying because no, you just reload it. Yeah. Right, right. But the fact that Dave nearly died, like because of an alligator, like it was hard work. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was actual like tension. I was tense about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, it's it's some of that stuff is worrying. It is. Can I go off the back like the customization aspect of it? Like, there's a lot of adverts on TV now for it. Always on the football. I've noticed. I don't know why, but. Loads of Red Dead adverts, and the Arthur in the adverts looks nothing like my Arthur. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who the hell is this joke? Like, yeah. That's not Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> my well, one looks like a big Indian. beard. Yeah. Backer. <laughs> see, see, I did this. I, I I grew my beard and my hair like just to the max. I was like, look at it. It looks like a man of the fucking wild, doesn't it? Yeah. And then like one mission came up, and it was like, all oh, right, you need to shave your beard, shave your hair, and get dressed up. I was like. <laughs> oh really? I've, I've, I've been growing this for ages. <laughs> is that a story mission or a, a story group? mission? Is it really? Oh, I've, not. See, I've not got up to that, and like I am growing. Like I've been shaving me goatee every day, and all I've got is a moustache and the sideburns, and like I, I look pretty sick at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Like the day's obviously going to come where I've got to just shave it all off for that mission. I mean, I don't know if like you don't have to do it, but like I won't explain. I won't go into any detail to spoil it or anything, but like. The, the the mission I was going on I was like I feel like I have to otherwise it's going to affect what what happens in the game I mean I, it probably wouldn't have done but the, in my head I was like I need to, to do this but I was gutted doing it I was like oh god I'm going to have to shave his beard so I, so I did I gave him a I gave him a nice little uh, goatee and, and curly moustache <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I like it's it's so good like it's like the customization on it is great because like I am um, still I was telling you us on the way uh, telling you on the way here where I've bought the I think it's a poker suit or but it's basically a black and blue uh, black and red suit and like 
it's almost like a black check suit. So like it looks smart. So I, I looked there good. Yeah. Steve, you were saying that you went to buy that and your honour wasn't high enough. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to buy it. <laughs> oh, right. So I've got, uh, I've basically dressed up as a fox hunter at the minute. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, so I've got a big, uh, I've got a riding coat, like a, a red English riding coat. Talking of honour, like, like, is everyone going for the high honour or are you, well, just, are you just killing everyone left, right and centre? I'm not intending to, but mine's quite high now. Mine's it's... getting up there. The problem I had was I was going to do an evil playthrough, but when some of the choices to kill people, I don't like to just choke him to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like weirdly intimate. <laughs> too, too harsh. Like. Knife him, shoot him, fine. But it's the choking. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've heard that you get a lot more out of the game with a higher honour rating. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, like, yeah, it's easy to go in and just shoot everyone in Valentine and just walk away. Like, you can you can do that, but the payoff isn't as good. So yeah. it's like, I think the game tries to push you towards a more honourable gameplay because more opens up to yeah more you get more from it just on the back of that you know when you save someone out in the open when they've been bit by a snake or whatever yeah. and they go to a store yeah. and they're there saying well, well oh you know you're the guy who saved me i'll buy you what you want from the store oh, yeah, yeah. that makes you want to just fly up that i don't know why but that'll just bump it right yeah. up there kind yeah. of thing yeah no but i've, I've got that and the, like a lot of the stuff is unique like i found a lot of unique stuff but i've had two people where i've saved from snake bites and from two different shops who said oh you can get what you want in there and i'm like I, I I like that it's still really rare. Like, it's not going to happen very often. Yeah. Like I said, I've had it three times in... I don't know how long I've played it now. But it's... it's When Red Dead 1 came out, the, on, the issue I had with that was that the random events were very much, like, formulated. They were the same random event yeah. every time. <clears throat> with this, it's very different. It's not the same random event. But for them... It kind of is. Yeah, we were I, saying before, I, like... I don't know if, like, it's just because I'm, like, into Chapter 5 at this point, but I found when, when I come to, like, the random events now, like, I'm I'm, com- I'm basically coming across the same exact thing. So, like, the amount of times I've had someone um, drive past me in, like, a prison cell going, help me, help me. Oh, I've had that a lot. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that I've, 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 yeah, I've had yeah. about 20 people saying help me. I'm like, I'm... I'm I saved the one. I've, held, I've saved the one. I'm not doing it again. I've, yeah. I've had that twice. I've, like, I've, I've had, I've had uh, the the snake bite like three, four times now. I'm just like, yeah. I, I just die. Just like, I don't like, care anymore. Like you're saying you've had it over and over again. Like I've only had the prison one twice where I've seen two people getting carted away. The first one I saved. The second one was like, see you later. Not, it's not been, I've been about twenty times. Yeah, I I've saw a lot. Yeah, yeah it's been for me, bad. it's not the van. It's the one where they're, they're stole, stole on the back of the horse. I've also had that a lot as well. Yeah, I've only seen that twice. Like, but I've saw that one's a pain because I've had this exact same dialogue where he's on about oh it's not me it's your, it's my brother that you want yeah. so it's like if it was down the same dialogue I wouldn't mind so much but because it's the same dialogue that sort of yeah kind of kills it a bit yeah I've never had the dialogue twice uh, like, at this point that that that's probably like my my one one and only apart from the controls like one of my major issues with the game like I mm. I feel like the side stuff well the stranger stuff more than anything. Um, I, f- I find it to be quite repetitive at this See, point like, in the game. When you say stranger stuff, do you mean the stuff that's not real missions? Yeah, it's not an actual mission. It's kind of like where where you're rolling down the street and that, that little white dot appears yeah. with like the pulsating thing. That, yeah. that, a lot of that's just become like very repetitive at this yeah. point. See, I've made the argument that when it's a real stranger mission, so there's a question mark. 
Like they're the best part of the game. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I love that. But like, like what I'm saying is the the, the random events more yeah. than anything. Where like just you, a little white dot. So, so, kind of so, so I've, I'm I'm pretty sure I've had like a, quite a few uh, people stuck under a horse at this point. I've had uh, I've I've had to suck people's poison out so many times. I've, <laughs> You're I've, not giving them medicine. I do now. Medicine. Yeah. I'm oh well, like, no, sorry. No, I've, I've, <laughs> I've never yeah. sucked poison. <laughs> to be fair, I've never actually sucked the poison. I've always given them medicine. Oh, <laughs> now it changes. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, now it changes. I mean, what difference does it make? It's not like I'm actually doing it myself. <laughs> but, um, but, but like, also just on that though, I love the dialogue in the game when you do that. Like it's like, just don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> <laughs> don't mention it. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah. So there's like, there's like, I've had that many times. I've had the uh, the prison one many times. I've had the uh, um, bounty hunter one many times. And I'm finding that to be a bit repetitive. Like, um, yeah. which is I'm, I'm I'm loving the story. I'm loving the strange missions and the side missions, but. Just like on that, like that's another un- unintentional, like almost real life thing where I'll spot those little white dots now and I'll just ride on thinking like, oh, yeah. I've not, not got time for that blind beggar. <laughs> you know, like in real life yeah. when you're walking through town, it's like, oh, I've not got, t- not <laughs> got time today, mate. <laughs> no, to be fair, I'm doing the same, but like one time, like I didn't stop, I, I did stop, sorry. And like it actually, the first time and the only time I've ever seen it, it was some woman, she was asking for help and she jumped me. Like oh. you know, like a gang came out of the trees and jumped me. It's like, fuck. <laughs> so, so that was later on in the game. I was like, okay, so like they've tried to switch up a bit. So like, yeah. like instead of like me just helping this person, they just tried to jump me and take See, me. Yeah, I've had that already and I know it's in Red Dead 1 as well. So it's like, it's it's good that you, you've probably played longer than the rest of us if you're on Chapter 5 and you're yeah. only just coming across that for the first time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, 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 I mean, I've been pickpocketed and stuff and like the, the, they were like cool little events. Like like I say, like I've, the, the little events, like I've, I've found most of them have been quite repetitive, but I've found little ones, like say that one and like being po- pickpocketed, like $200 um, he took out of my pocket. Oh, and I was like... You, that's what I mean. That's, a lot of that, that's, that's what I mean. I chased him down and fucking killed him. But um, you know, what I mean, those little ones. I was like, okay, this is still quite good. Though. Yeah, but like saying that, I got pickpocketed in Saint Denis for like forty dollars walking into a shop. That's exactly what I did. I walked into the tailor in Saint Denis, and like some guy walked past me and went, "Oh, I'm sorry, mate." And then it went minus two hundred. I was like, "Wait, what?" See, <laughs> see, for me, I didn't even notice that I'd been mugged. It was the shopkeeper who was like. Think you just got mugged, mate? <laughs> and then I legged it out trying to find the guy. So, like, obviously, used me um, uh, lasso, um, tied him up, left him in a little puddle, and you know, pro- probably drowned. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even do that. I just chased him down and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Wait, so let, it's let me st- tell you, I got my hundred pound back. <laughs> <laughs> There's those things that are great in that game where you can't. Yeah. Like things, things are different for everyone. Like we won't go through the exact same instance and the the best part of that game is that the stories that can come out of a game like this are completely different can i mention something it's not really a spoiler this but you might have already encountered it the the gun store who has someone tied up in the basement yeah. have seen it no yeah. i've seen oh, that in roads yeah go to, go to the gun store in roads it's terrific it's weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i won't say any more but because okay. yeah. uh, you could sometimes if you find out information about a build and you can do like a little rob because have you done the one in valentine I've I know about it, but I've not got round to I it. I got the information, looked through the window, and I think I had a glitch because all he had was a guy staring at me through the window. Yeah, no, I, that's, see, I've tried it and I can't do it either. No, that's, yeah. no, that's, that's what you're supposed to get when and you look wind- through the mirror uh, window, but you're supposed to just go into the front of the store, um, um, hold him up, and he'll take you to the back. Ah, right, right. 
See, I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah, because I'm playing it as a good guy. So yeah, and I know. See, that's the thing. I, I've not done that, but I know about this. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't be bothered playing off another bounty. No, that's like, what I mean. Like, sick I, of I, having I, to fork over money for I, I, little transgressions of murder <laughs> half the time. I, 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 I used to pay off all my bounties. Currently, I think I've got a two hundred and fifty dollar bounty on me from Sandini. And I'm, I've I'm, not actually been to Sandini yet. Sandini is amazing, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point in the game where I'm actually past that now. Do you know what? You seem to have like your main little city for where you. Yeah, you move around, don't you? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. So I'll tap the three. It's mainly roads, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like after that, like you, you, the next one you'll come across is Sandini. So just on the back of that, like John mentioned before, kind of like when you move from Valentine to Rhodes, you're like, oh, I miss Valentine. It was quite. <laughs> I never have to go back there now. It was quite. It was quite a nice little town. <laughs> yeah, I quite like. I haven't been to Valentine, and then going to like Sandini and stuff. Like, I feel like the first time I went to Sandini was like crazy because it it's so big. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like at first I um I John, you mentioned this off the pod, but I picked up a guy who needed his arm chopping Am- off. Yeah, amputating. And yeah. like you go into the doctor's office and like you drop him off. And he's like, You can leave now. And it's like, I think I'll stay. Yeah, and watch. you you literally watch the doctor like chop the guy's arm off and then drop the arm in a bin. See, this is <laughs> like something. it's great. I've I've heard this from like multiple people I've still not come across this so like oh you don't come across so, that so, so this is this is this is what I mean like yeah. I, as much as it's quite repetitive what I have experienced myself I know this stuff that like I can experience which yeah. like other people have experienced like early on in the game and I've still not come across it at all so. that's mad that because I, I, I witnessed that before I even went to San Denis for the first yeah. time yeah I did I, I was doing like a, a bounty hunter mission and just came across that and I was like wow okay. <laughs> you came across that on a bounty hunter mission I've only done one bounty like for the right. entire game up to now and like I just came across it like on the road yeah. probably the same, the similar the, one the but... bounty missions are a lot of fun like I've done three I think I've done three yeah. um, the two first ones and then one for Strawberry I, I believe I might, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be wrong I believe there's only the one in Strawberry and then you go to Sandini and, and then that's where the next ones are I don't know if there's any more after that but that's the only ones I've come the, across uh, the guy does mention in Strawberry after you do the first one that there's not many more up because of a reason I've forgotten he yeah that's what he said the people in town like um, get nervous when there's a one but is it, is it not also like they, they turn it into a tourist town or it's something a tourist that's right yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. so they don't want any more like uh, trouble yeah. or anything yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like both all three the ones I've done have been just excellent they've been a lot of fun yeah can I just mention on the back of that sorry one mission I've done I'm sure you'll have done this one Nick have you guys done the uh, hunting the white cougar Yes. Yeah. Like, we, that, that was, that, <laughs> we were Steve, Steve out on the way. Here, it's it creepy like, that mission. For me, like that's the hardest mission up to now. Yeah. Like, just, Steve did it first time, but for yeah, me, no, fine. It's I saw the cougar shot it in the head. Yeah. I just got lucky. I think it just like kind of like that took me five attempts that. Shot it. Like, I was in a cave. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I t- probably took me more than five to be honest. Because like, <laughs> I, I I'm not one for using the. Uh, Oh, I went straight. It circled me. Went straight into Dead Eye and put a couple of bullets. You know, in Dead it. Eye. Yeah, I'm. I'm not one for using Dead Eye. So like, so I, I was trying to kill myself, and I was like, I need to start using Dead but, Eye. But uh, the one, so everyone's done the circus one where you collect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, it took me five or six attempts to kill that. So, yeah, I got that one straight away. I, I don't know why. It just because it took me like three or four attempts, and I was like, I'm missing something here. I'll Google it, and it's like, no, no, it just shoot died. <laughs> so I was like, well, I was doing that. I was like emptying a revolver into it. It wasn't dying, and then I did try it again, and it did it the first time. So I don't. I don't know if it was just something weird going on yeah or i was not quite getting enough bullets in it but i don't know um, yeah. just one final point on the game um 
like you were talking before about like how it makes you feel like immersed and like you feel sorry for like something's happened i'm not gonna say any more than that something's happened that my put in the game and it makes me feel really sad um for for, for for like it's not it's not it's not even someone dying like it, it's literally just something's happened and um and it's made me feel really quite sad um for what's to come yeah more than what has happened uh, and 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 yeah and like purely because of how well the game has like made me feel like i'm in the game i'm there it's, yeah you it's immersed I mean? you so much that it's given you an idea of what's to come well, I mean, I mean, like... at your point, you you've you've seen people die and stuff already, yeah. but like at this point, like like no one's died, but like something has happened, which I, I want you to feel it yourself. So I'm not going to say anything <laughs> yeah. about it, but um, it's happened, and like it, my heart dropped when when I found out about it. I was like, oh my god, that's that's the worst, and yeah. Um, just yeah, just wanted well, to end on that point, like how. Well, I... well let's finish on that then, where like. For me, like I'm not far behind you. I'm like chapter three, so a couple of chapters. Like this, this game has to be for me at the moment game of the year. Like best, best game released all year. Being the likes of Spider Man, God of War, yeah. just just has to be. Apparently, in two weeks, Red Dead Two was sold more than Red Dead One did ever, which is right. like insane because Red Dead One was a good seller. Yeah. It was a really good game. Well, yeah, I think it's like the second best selling game behind GTA Five. Yeah. So mm. which is GTA five. I can't remember what it was um what the he was talking about, but it might have been like Infinity War or something. Uh, I, I, I can't remember now, but basically it made more more money in eight days than something else. I can't remember where it was, made in eight years. I was like, Wow, that's um and it I think it was it was probably like Red Dead One or something. Uh, yeah, but. that's what I'm saying. It's like with Red Dead One, like they've literally sold more copies already. And the the entirety like of the other game, which is yeah. crazy, and that, and the the first game was amazing. Mm. Um, I'm not too sure about John Marston being painted as a complete dolt the entire time, but I like that. <laughs> I like it, but they they've proper hammered it home. Yeah, like, yeah. Some of the stuff that I love, like I want to finish off, but like there's a conversation with Javier a couple of times, one at the start of the game, but another one where he's like, where do you want to go? And John's like, oh, I'd love to see Mexico. And then he like sat there going, he yeah. sees Mexico in the first game. So <laughs> it's stuff like that. Like I love it where there's a bit of a throwback as well. But yeah, for me, like if we give star ratings, I know none of us have finished the game, yeah. but for me, this is easily, easily a five-star game. Like there's, there's I, no... I'd agree with that. I, I Like, yeah. uh, like I, I, I've, I'm I'm sorry, trying to give it a less than five star, but I can't. You can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, John. I say I'll give it a five, but just going off that, I think it was the Guardian who said it's like a near miracle. Near game. miracle, they said. Like yeah. that just sums it up. Like it's an achievement, and it? it's a massive <laughs> it's an achievement. achievement yeah. like. It's Definitely. making other people who make open world games go, well, for fuck's sake, is this yeah. what people are going to expect now from every open world <laughs> game? Because yeah. this can't be done for every game. This took years to put together. With if you read about Rockstar's like work guidelines and stuff, they're not not guidelines but the work ethics and how that company is like went recently it's yeah. not the not the best place to be working at we won't go into that today <laughs> but yeah but like on the back of that like Spider-Man came out two months ago and then somebody up like look how big our game is oh it's massive and Rockstar were like hold my beer like, <laughs> 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 alright well um, let's finish it there um, yeah I've enjoyed this show, guys. It's been uh, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Like, good catch-up. Oh, it's been a, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Cheers, guys. Yeah, yep. so, uh, me and Steve will be here with a snack attack section next time. <laughs> me and, me we'll and we'll Steve definitely been, do that, yeah. Me and Steve have been on about re- reviewing 
snacks and drinks. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I'm well yep. up for that. <laughs> Black KA Grape, one of the best fizzy drinks going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that next <laughs> time. I've been mean, drinking quite a nice soft drink today because I'm fragile from last night. But it's Steelworks Granite and it's got a line with glasses on the can. So I feel, <laughs> I feel like I just emanates quality. See, I've tried, I've tried the ginger and Coke version of that and wasn't too impressed, but I don't like ginger. Old Jamaica, it's classic. Yeah. <laughs> we've, well, we've, we've got to do this. <laughs> we'll be here next time with the uh, with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, for this week, we'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, podcast stuff. Uh, yep. You'll find us on Google there. Podcasts. Don't spoil the ending. <laughs> Google us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm we'll be I, uh, somewhere. <laughs> we're on the internet. Um, I've been Joe. I've been Steve. I've been Nick. And I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll speak to you again next time. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. That's enough. <laughs> We're just trying to like elongate that. So yeah, that was pretty, pretty. That's the best silence we've ever done. That, I was about to say <laughs> that is the best silence we've ever managed. No Inman, that's why Inman laughing, what it laughing is. all over. It. Remember that time when we were doing the silence thing and he like just p- picked the crisp up out of his back. <laughs> <laughs> he just put the crisp in his mouth and I'm looking at him like this, going, "What are you doing?" And literally, he just sat there and you could hear him just go. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs>